we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. I have a dream that one day on the Red Hills of Georgia, sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream that one day even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, and be transformed into an oasis of freedom and justice. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. Good morning, good morning to all my brethren and to all of my sisters in Christ. Those of, that are my brothers and sisters now, those are my brothers and sisters in the future. We thank you and we praise God for you. And we invite you today to be with us during the service. If you're at home, you still can sing, shout, clap your hands, stomp your feet, whatever you want to do, you still can say amen. And we thank God for you. Whether it is a sunshiny day, whether it's a rainy day, whether it's sleeting or whether it's snowing, we still thank God for you and we thank God for allowing us to come together today even if it's by electronics. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, most gracious Lord, Father we come to you today thanking you for your many blessings. We thank you for watching over us and for keeping us from our earliest beginning. You brought us all the way to this point and Father we pray to you and praise you and Lord, we can never pay you back. We know that. But at least we can say thank you, sir. At least we can say hallelujah. At least we can say glory, glory, hallelujah. And then at least we can lay our burdens down to you. We thank you, dear Lord. Now we ask that you go with us and lead us and guide us down the pathway of righteousness for your name's sake. Amen.
scriptures today come from the book of Revelation, the second chapter. And I'll give you, we'll be reading verses 1 through 7. And it reads as follows. Unto the church of Ephraim, write these things, said, said he that holds the seven stars in his right hand. He walked in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles, and are not, and have found them liars. And has borne, and has patience, and for my name's sake have labored, and have not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against, against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent, and do the first works, else I will come unto thee quickly, and remove thy candlestick out of his place, except, except thou repent. But thou hast that thou hated the deeds of Nicolaiothi, which I also hate. He that have an ear, let him hear what the Spirit said unto the church. To him that overcometh will I give of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Let us pray. O gracious heavenly Father, Father God, we come this morning giving you the praise, the glory, and the honor. Father God, we thank you for last night's sleep, for you keeping your angels encamped around us. Dear God, we thank you for waking us this morning and closing us in our right mind. Father God, we just pray that you would just go with us throughout this day, O Heavenly Father. Keep your arms of protection around us, O Heavenly Father. Father God, we come this morning, Father God, praying for the bereaved, O Heavenly Father. O Heavenly Father, I just ask that you will comfort them, O Heavenly Father, in their time, O Heavenly Father, of sorrow, O Heavenly Father. Lord God, I just ask that you just lift their burden, O Heavenly Father. Father God, I also pray for the sick, O Heavenly Father, those, O Heavenly Father, that are sick, O Heavenly Father, due to the coronavirus, O Heavenly Father. Lord, I just ask that you just bless them, O Heavenly Father. Father God, I ask that you just bless this church, O Heavenly Father. O Lord, we ain't able, O Heavenly Father, to physically, O Heavenly Father, worship thee, O Heavenly Father, but bless us spiritually, O Heavenly Father. O Heavenly Father, I pray that you just bless the pastor of this church, O Heavenly Father. Continue to strengthen him, O Heavenly Father, that he will lead your people, O Heavenly Father, in the way that you would have us to go, O Heavenly Father. And Father God, I pray that you just bless the word, O Heavenly Father, which is preached today, O Heavenly Father, that we will get something out, O Heavenly Father, that will save our soul. Father God, these are the blessings of the Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now it's offering time. It's time for our tithe and our offering. Remember that you want something from God. We should be willing to give God something back. And for those of you that are at home, there should be, should be a number at the bottom of your screen that you may be able to call and make your pledge or make your offering there. Thank you.
this offering which were raised. Father God, bless those that gave in it. Father God, I also ask that you would bless those that had desire to give but weren't able to give, O oh, Heavenly Father. These are the blessings. In your son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. There is some good news, some good news. We have Sister Melissa Fields who have joined us and we want to welcome Melissa Feels for and 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 make her feel welcome. I'm looking forward to to meeting her in the near future, so that I can shake hands and be ready to give her the right hand of fellowship. So welcome, Melissa. We thank you for joining us. seem to fall asleep There was so much on my mind Searching for that peace The peace I could not find And then I kneeled down to pray Pray and help me please Then he said you don't have to Cause how supply all your needs Soon as I stop worrying Struggle, struggle from day to day. Had to realize it is not my battle, it's not my battle to fight. But I know if I put it in his hand. 
let go and let God have his way up in here. It is God's house, so let's just let him have his way. Good morning again to all my brethren and to all of my sisters. If you will, turn with me to the book of Revelation. Revelation chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. Revelation chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, These things said, He that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks, I know thy works, and thy labor, and thy patience, and how thou cannot bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say that they are apostles and are not, and hast found them liars, and hast borne and hast patient, and for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art falling, and repent and do the first works, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and I will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. But this thou hast, that thou hast the deeds of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. He that has an ear, let him hear. And what the Spirit said unto the churches, to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. May God add a blessing to the hearers and the doers of his holy and inspired word. 
Let us have a word of prayer. Our Father in heaven, as we prepare now to hear your words being preached, I pray now that you increase and that I de decrease. And I just preach just what you give me. And then, dear Lord, let it not fall upon deaf ears. Those that have an ear, let them hear what thus said the Lord. These precious prayers we do pray. In thine darling son, Jesus Christ's name forever. Amen. Giving honor to God first. Giving honor to Reverend Reginald Buckley, Reverend Reginald M. Buckley. In his absence, Pastor Emeritus Buckley, in his absence. And to all of my brothers and sisters in Christ, God bless you, and I thank God for you. Today, if I can, I'd like to use for a subject, take me back. Take me back. John now is set on a Patmos Island. And it's because he was obedient to God. While he was there, God told him to write to the seven churches. But we want to talk about this particular church in Ephesus. We want to talk about it because what arrested my attention is verse number four. We will work our way to that. And just before we go into that, I just want to say that I miss my church family. I miss coming here and fellowshipping with my church family. And sometimes we fellowship via way of phone. But a lot of times it's only at a funeral or or right before a funeral, but yet and still, God is good. And the good thing about God is that he sends his rain on the just as well as the unjust. And we may just have to do what Isaiah says in the 26th chapter and somewhere around, Pat, the 20th, verse. We may have to just come in the house for a little while and shut the door. But if God be for us, who can be against us? And if we look to the hills from during this time from which cometh thy help, God will keep us according to Isaiah 26 and 3. God will keep us in perfect peace if we just keep our minds on him, he will walk with us and he will talk with us and he will tell us everything is all right, not just in the daytime, but he allows us to lay down in peace at night if we look to him. Verse number one says that to the angel of this church, 
he tells John the right. This is the preacher of this church. He tells us that he has his preachers in his right hand. And then he tells them that I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience and how thou canst not bear them which are evil. You know, sometimes you hear people say they can't stand people. God is saying here, along with his servants, that he can't stand people that are evil. And he says, thou, thou hast tried them, which say that they are apostles. Some people want to give themselves titles that they are not. They want to hold positions, say that they are apostles and bishops and all these kinds of things to make themselves look good before man. But God says that uh, you're liars and his preachers have found them out to be liars. And he says, and thou hast borne and hast patient and for my name's sake hast thou labored and hast not fainted. He's saying that you've gone through a whole lot for my for me, you have labored, you have worked hard, you've been talked about, you've been abused. And I'm reminded of uh, Psalms number 34 and verse number 19 that says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. And that's saying to us, in order to get to, we're going to have to go through something. No pain, no gain. No crown, no cross, no crown. But this key verse for me is nevertheless, I have something what against thee because thou hast left thy first love. I'm going to pivot back to that in just a minute. But I want to work with verse number five through seven from here in. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and repent and do the first work, or else I will come unto thee quickly, and I will remove thy candlestick out of his place, except thou repent. God puts a condition on this. I'm listening to People saying that I'll be glad when this pandemic is over. And I will too. But the write-up of Second Chronicles says, 7 and 14, says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves, pray, seek my face, Torn from their wicked ways. That's when I will hear from heaven and heal their land. It's too many people that are saying that they are Christians, but not living the Christian lifestyle. It's too many people just know of God and not knowing God. In order to know God, you're going to have to spend some time with him. 
You're going to have to spend some time with him in the daytime. You're going to have to spend some time with him in the nighttime. No matter whether mama did teach Sunday school and daddy was a preacher. Brother was an usher. Little sister singing in the choir. Regardless of what they know about him, you're going to have to know him for yourself. He says here that you're following the Nicolaitan, which I also hate. You despise him, and I despise him myself. He that has an ear, let him hear. Don't turn a deaf ear to God's word. Listen to God's word, and then most of all, obey God's word. I said I was going to pivot back to verse number four. Nevertheless, God says he have something against them. He gives them some, some credit for not denying him, for the hardship that they've gone through for him. He says that I know you went to the jailhouse to visit people. I know you went to the nursing home. Oh, I know some were naked and you clothed them. Some were hungry and you fed them. But I still have something against you because you left your first love. And what is that you have against us, Lord? It's because you're doing this out of duty and not out of love. You remember, I had Paul to write in 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. And around the 13th verse, it says that there are three things that remain it. Faith, hope, and charity, and the greatest of them all is charity, which is in exchange for love. You hadn't loved me like you loved me at first. You hadn't gone to your jobs and told what service was like on a Monday that you had on Sunday. When you first fell in love with me, it didn't seem to take as much to make you shout. When you first met me, you tried to tell everybody you could meet about me, but now you just kind of do it in a casual way. You're not on fire for me like you were at first. In the book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 41 through 49, Mary and Joseph would go back to Jerusalem during a Jewish feast. Every year, they would go back. And when Jesus was about 12 years old, they went back and celebrated. And when they started home, they discovered that they didn't have Jesus with them. And once they discovered this, 
they decided to go back and it took them a whole day to find Jesus. But when he, when they found him, he was in the temple with the rabbis. They teaching him and he's teaching them. And his mother Mary asked him, Jesus, why have you done this thing to us? Jesus, yes, he, 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 he's obligated to his parents, but he's committed to Christ. And his answer is, then you know that I would be about my father's business. See, Jesus was about his father's business, not just on Sunday, but he was about his father's business on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And that's why I'm asking God to take me back to when I first found you, Lord. Take me back. I, I, I'm not talking about when I hung out, Brother Ashwood would Pookie and Ray Ray back. I'm not talking about that back because the scripture says, I press toward the mark of the higher calling, forgetting those things that are behind me. But I'm talking about take me back to when I wasn't ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Take me back to I couldn't wait to tell somebody at the end of the week what I had learned during the middle of the week. Take me back to where if you're looking for me on a Sunday morning, you'll find me in the church house. Take me back to where if you look for me on a Wednesday evening, you'll find me at Bible study. Take me back to doing the ministries of God in the jailhouse. Take me back to where I first found Jesus. Take me back. The doors are open. You can come by letter. You can come by Christian experience. There should be a number at the bottom of the screen that you can call and say, I want to be a part of God's business. You may have been in church at one time, just like I was. And you may have left church for a while, but you found out like I did. It's nothing better than having Christ in your life. It's nothing better than having Jesus as your Savior. And after hearing this, 
you want to come back to the Lord, give us a call. Somebody will meet with you. Somebody will pray with you. Just tell them you want to go back. Because I don't care what else you get in life. Nothing is more rewarding. Nothing is more fulfilling than being in the hands of Christ. The doors are open. Take me back. Take me back. Take me back. Take me back. Now, to who's able to keep you and present you faultless before the Father, may his words and his will rest, rule, and abide in all of us. Amen. <laughs>